Hello and welcome to Foundation Nation. I'm your host, Matthew Cote. Along with Daniel, we're both high school educated, masters of nothing, and gifted with a knowledge of, well, a lot. Today on the podcast, we're going to talk about some interesting recent goings-ons in our beautiful state, and maybe even a few things going on in this amazing round thing we call home. Hello, I'm Matthew Cote, host of Foundation Nation, along with Daniel. Hello, I'm Daniel, your co-host. All right, well, welcome to another amazing episode underneath the airport of SeaTac, Washington. Today is Sunday. We're, uh, we were just talking about the planes taking off today, and Daniel suggested that all the planes are leaving to bring people back from vacation today because it just seems like it's been one giant plane after another while we've been talking. So lots of planes flying over our heads during these recording today. So what I was going to talk about was, you know, you I spend more time outside and, you know, in, in the summer and it's just one drug addict after another everywhere all over. Yeah, the <clears throat> uh fentanyl uh is has been uh, a problem in the US because it is so cheap. Yeah, like dollars, like 7 bucks you're high for who knows how long. Uh-huh. There is one tiny little problem. This thing is uh, super addictive and uh, you can easily get an overdose. Yeah. yeah. And overdose leads to death. So. Yeah. Well, they don't seem to be dying. Well, <clears throat> I would say in general, uh, mm, the problem with narcotics is uh, not... Uh, the people who bring narcotics. It's uh, about uh, educating people. Uh, so the narcotics are bad, and this way you can prevent them from using it. And once you stop people from using it, uh, they will not be able to sell it. Right. Yeah, but uh, for some reason, uh, our schools don't do that. Right, right. Yeah, you have to start in the kindergarten uh, to teach people that uh, all of this stuff is not good for health. And uh, in 15, 20 years, it, uh, we should eradicate this problem, but it's not happening the, yet. Uh, well, I was looking at like the fentanyl and meth and stuff, and I was trying to figure out how long, you know, well, so, well, first of all, I went on my phone and I went on incognito. Oh, didn't want to, you know, attract any, any attention from the drug dealers or whatever. But, uh, the, the, um, I wanted to see, so what is the one, what is the drug that, you know, what's the most, the best one or whatever. And, and it was the, uh, something, some ice or something, you know, crystal, Mm -hmm. some crystal version. And then the, and then I was like, okay, how long does that one last? And how much does it cost when you get high? And it was a huge range. It was four hours to sixteen hours, from seven to thirty dollars, from seven dollars to thirty dollars. I mean, how do you stop that? Seven bucks. And that's, I mean, that's just ridiculous. And that's why. How are they even? Crime, make, how are they making any money? The drug dealers, seven uh, bucks. You see, uh, it is because of a cost of it to produce. Okay, so if they're selling it for $7, that means they're making it for a quarter 
50 cents? Mm, probably even less. Probably like uh, one cent. One cent for a little chunk of whatever. Uh-huh. Wow. So seven bucks. Man, you'd have to sell so much for seven bucks. They had uh, 218 people died living, you know, th- that were living on the streets in Seattle and King County just to the to the beginning of July this year. 218 people. Ten, per- ten of those were killed by people that were on drugs and just lo- lost their fucking mind. You know, 10%, 10%, no, no, not 10%, 10 people were killed by these people that were just high out of their minds. You know, you wonder, were they high or were they just didn't get drugs and they're pissed off, <laughs> you know? Well, once your high starts to wear out, you start looking for new dose. And if you don't have any money, you, you, try, you go find it. Yeah. And that's why petty crime is uh, very high. Yeah. Because all they need is seven bucks. Yeah. So yeah. basically, you can steal anything, no matter what it is. Yeah. Uh, and sell it, and it's going to be just enough for one dose. Yeah. 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 I'm sure there's probably guys with trucks down the streets, you know, just waiting to buy whatever they bring them, you know? Yep. And that's why the, all of these. Uh, mm, areas where uh, spontaneously all the homeless people kind of leave right all of these uh, tents and stuff uh, they are actually centers of uh, such activities Mm -hmm. the deputy mayor of Seattle says that fentanyl and meth have completely saturated the homeless ecosystem Mm-hmm. Basically, they're not homeless people anymore like they used to be many years ago. They're all complete drug addicts. So I would say at least uh, 10% of all of the homeless are not homeless, but professional uh, drug dealers that just... Uh, live inside uh, them or uh, live with yep, them. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And because uh, policies in uh, Washington State and especially in Seattle allowing them to live uh, worry-free and even supplying them with uh, money and alcohol and even drugs. Uh, It just uh, makes sense to use uh, these uh, campsites for such activities. The biggest thing that I've heard on the news about homeless drug issues is they had those, uh, they developed or gave or um, created a program for those Narcans, you know, where they could give them so they don't overdose or freak out or have a heart attack or whatever. But it doesn't seem like the, it, it, they got a handle on it. Oh, as a matter of fact, I just read something the other day. I think it was yesterday. The whole homeless program where they home people in like old hotels and stuff, it went completely bankrupt and shut down the program because they just didn't have their shit together and, and everything got confused and um, like their financials were a mess and they just, their funding and everything. So now that whole program that was housing like 300 people beyond these people that we're talking about is closed. So those people will be on the streets if not already. Well, on all of these housing uh, programs for homeless, there is a problem. Uh, government 
local government, uh, state government uh, gives money for these programs. And if you look on allocation of uh, funds, it is usually not all 100% goes right. to uh, homeless people. Right. It, it, uh, at least some portion in some states, it is up to 70% of funds yeah. goes to administ- administration cost. Right. And bonuses and accelerators uh-huh, uh-huh, and bullshit. Uh-huh, yep. uh-huh. So, and I think that's what they're finding out with that whole program for the, you know, housing the homeless people, that the money was just so disorganized. I don't know if it was stealing it or if it was just super poor management, but either way, the program's done, bankrupt, closed, and all those people are now going to be homeless or are homeless. Again. So, you know, but you got to look at it. It's it's a little bit the program's fault and it's also a little bit the people's fault, you know, because, you know, the homeless people that were in there, they they you can only give them so much time and opportunity to get their shit together. And if they don't, you know, what do you do? You know, it's just not it's not a forever program. It's a we're going to help you program to get it together, to get out there and get a job and get your shit together. It's not like this isn't your life forever we're going to support it ever thing you know so yeah foundation nation is sponsored by seattle's tiny schedule your free tour today to explore the leaf seattle's most unique tiny house i wanted to talk about the my one of my most trying subjects is uh the our young workforce i thought this was this was just completely crazy so something that started a while ago maybe even before COVID I think was people would uh, get a job and then get a better job and then get a better job and they'd never stick around long enough to learn enough of you know quality work or just have some loyalty or anything like that and now a lot of younger workers are that were job hopping it seems to have lost its stigma and I think that's fine. Uh, the thing is, that particular generation, what is it called, uh, Generation Z, I think? Yeah. Uh, they are, uh, what they are calling it, uh, looking for themselves. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, looking for their place in the world. And they're like, okay, this job is good, but maybe another one is better. So I need to continue to look for uh, my dream job or whatever. Uh, oh, <clears throat> I'm chasing uh, some uh, some younger workers are chasing money. Right. Simply, even uh, twenty thousand dollars a year. Uh, it's like it's worth chasing for. Yeah. Uh, but I do not know, uh, especially in uh, in uh, in the IT environment. Uh, when they have uh, such high salaries, twenty thousand uh, dollars may make a difference or may not. Mm-hmm. But employers they are actually uh, looking uh, if people are hoping are hoping uh, from one job to another, and that that is uh, not a welcome sight. I think a lot of the Gen Z are are you know their twenties you know, and I think they're completely overwhelmed with the internet and the idea of you could make a video or do a podcast or and just make millions of dollars 
every day all the time you know and it just i think the internet sells it as something super easy and informs them of a lot that that's one thing and then another is informs them of 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 other things and they they just don't have the attention span like they need you know uh the problem is uh it is all good while you're young mm-hmm. but once you pass a certain age uh you are no longer relevant to all of these uh mm, ways of making uh right. money uh, your go- uh, your <clears throat> your income will drastically change from everything to nothing right the same goes with girls who use only fans mm-hmm. they're like oh i am earning so much money i don't need nobody right but uh once they hit certain age uh all of that money goes away right yeah and now they will have to think about other means of uh getting that income well i think we just have to wait a little bit well yeah the in 120 years every single person on this planet will be gone yep yep, yep. in 120 <laughs> years every single person that's living today will be gone and a whole another whole another chunk of people will be here you know so If you think you're special, you know, or more special than everyone else, you know, you know, really we're all quite equal and just different in our own way, but as far as you know, it's it's just enjoy what you have while you have it and try to be an, you know, an honest, hard-working person and I think bouncing around is I don't think I don't think that's a good thing. I think, you know, focus on your work, get your pay figured out and then enjoy life you know bouncing around can be i think i think the gen z in my opinion's got it all wrong i think they're they're weakening our industry they're weakening our country i don't think that there's a positive thing that comes out of them chasing more money you know well i'm hoping that uh once they grow up a little bit older they will figure it out mm-hmm. and uh we'll get their stuff together uh, like for example my son uh he didn't want to jump from company to company yeah but uh he had to because uh company actually two companies were straight out bought by another company yeah and they just laid off everyone everybody oh wow Yeah, they bought the company because uh, they it, liked the product. Yeah, but they didn't uh, like the people. Uh people were they they would have to pay him a lot, so they just uh, buy the product and transfer everything overseas where uh, everything is cheaper. Yeah. And it happened twice to him. Wow. Yeah. What in, what is the product sorry? What were uh, product? I don't know. I don't huh. know some some sort of a uh, uh, computer pro- stuff uh, uh, programming. Oh, uh, okay. They're just working on some sort of a software yeah. that is uh, used for something. Yeah. Some people just love that, sitting in front of the computer, you know, programming and doing their yep. creation yep. of computer stuff. And yep. Yeah, it's just, and they don't have a problem for 15 hours a day sitting in front of their computer just pounding out computer programs. Hold on. After they're done working, yeah, they continue playing. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. 
it's like okay i'm done with work now i'm going to play well when you do too <laughs> much of anything it just it gets crazy i remember when i was uh fishing in alaska i was long lining and the days when you fish in alaska you know to compare to like playing video games when when i'm out fishing when i was out fishing we would fish for 18 20 hours 22 hours something like that every day catch all the fish Sometimes when we're offloading, it would it would be like a thirty hours of offloading. It was just you're you're in a complete trance, you know. But I remember going to sleep for the after the sometime during the first week, and I I went to sleep, and all night long I was I had my my arms and legs I was sitting on the top bunk, and I was pushing fish away, and fish were falling on me in the night. I was just so overwhelmed with <laughs> catching fish all day long that you know in the night. I was like exercising, you know, kind of like crawling, you know, but upside down and fish were falling on me. I wake up exhausted, you know, and it's just, yeah, when you do too much of anything, it, it'll destroy you, you know, it's just overwhelming. Yes, but you cannot do anything about it because they're like, I'm okay still. Yeah. I, I still have some health left. So, yeah, well, I think, I think what people need to do is when they are jumping around from job to job or, 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 or whatever it is. And they're kind of seeking out what looks best for them in their career. I think they should be honest and honest with the people that are hiring them and tell them that. You know? Well, uh, they have to have it in their resume, uh, yeah. that they, uh, quit so many jobs or moved from uh, no I, I know that they can show 15 jobs in a year I get that but what I'm saying is they should have they should also say I'm looking for my career you know this might last a year it might not so far I haven't found what I'm looking for and that should be something that they should say because companies don't hire people to work for a small amount of time you know most companies hire people and the training could take a year you know so I think it's important that they voice what they're looking for in life and a career before they get hired. Anyway, that's just me, though. Uh, yeah. Uh, on the other hand, employer can uh, persuade uh, the employee to stay with them if they like them. And, they, uh, for example, they want to go, they can just uh, give them what they want and so they stay. Right, right. Usually it's money problem. Usually, right. most of the time it is a money problem because you're basically doing the same thing in another company. Right. So that's not a big deal. Well, whoever pays more gets more. On the other hand, uh, okay, Google was paying mo the most. Yeah. But they laid off like whole bunch of people. Yeah. 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 So. Well, it's it's competitive market out there these days. Yep. All right. Well, I'm Matthew Cote. This is Foundation Nation along with Daniel. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. Have a good day, guys. Goodbye. Foundation Nation is sponsored by Seattle'sTinyHouses.com. Schedule your free tour today to explore the LEAF, Seattle's most unique tiny house.